Welcome to Finding the Faith with me, your host, Frida Donnelly, where we explore what matters. Whether it's traversing someone's faith journey, diving deeper into doctrine, or simply enjoying Christian fellowship, I aim to focus on the good and the beautiful to provide you with some respite from the world. If you'd like to join us live, check out Finding the Faith on Rumble every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. All the links are in the show notes down below. Please remember to rate and subscribe, and I'll see you on the other side. Everybody, and welcome to Finding the Faith. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I know everything's so, so busy getting ready for Thanksgiving, traveling, doing all the things. I myself made three entirely different desserts because I couldn't figure out what to bring. So I've been running around doing that all day. But I'm so glad to have this moment to sit down with you all that I am so very thankful for. I see that Swim Hook's in the chat, Whiskey's in the chat. We get to have Jess with us tonight and a bunch of awesome other lovely people. So thank you so much for tuning in. We are also streaming on YouTube because I wouldn't have time to go forward and download it to upload it because, you know, rumble first here with this group. Um... But please remember to like that smash button. If you are here for the first time, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you like the show. And make sure you hit the subscribe button. Without further ado, I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, my new friend, Rachel McNamara. Hey, Rachel. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Frida. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Are you excited for Thanksgiving? I'm so excited. I feel like November just flew by, you know, yeah. I'm like, I can't believe it's on Thursday, but yeah, I'm excited. So serious question. And this stems from some, I, uh, I accidentally started a civil war on oh. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> by making a silly little post, which said something along the lines of Southerners, it's called stuffing, not dressing. So you know that... You know that stuff? Yes. yes. What do you call it out in California? Just curious. Well, I don't know about California in general, but I call it stuffing and I have had my whole life. I call it stuffing. Sometimes my uncles will correct me and they'll say it's dressing, Rachel, but I'm like, <laughs> I call it stuffing. <laughs> right. And everybody's like, it's only stuffing if you stuff something with it. It's like, excuse me, I'm on like my second plate of it. I'm pretty stuffed. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. They're like, well, technically it's stuffing if it's in the bird. And I'm like, well, I'm not being technical. I'm just enjoying it right now. So, (laughs) right. Like we don't need to be technical. We just need to give thanks and spend time with those that we love and it's all good. But eat good food. (laughs) Exactly. Hopefully. Do you guys have any special Thanksgiving traditions or Thanksgiving foods you're excited to see? Um, actually, that is a great question, because I am gluten and dairy free, uh, like my friend Marissa, Mm -hmm. uh, which is how we met. And um, yeah, you know, she's the she's the comment, right? That was Mm -hmm. one of the things that uh, why her and I kind of became friends in the first Mm -hmm. place. That's really funny. It was like, Oh, I'm dairy gluten free. Me too. Uh, She used to come over. That was our uh, tradition until Mm -hmm. she got married. Yes, a very um, big Thanksgiving for her. Yes. So um, 
but my mom makes gluten and dairy free everything even the dessert it's just like I can nice really enjoy so yeah no FOMO there no (laughs) that's good I eat all the food whenever I text Marissa like a recipe that I made for my husband I'm like oh it was so good and then I'm like and here are like the quick swaps that you can do to make it gluten dairy free (laughs) wow good for you I'm sure she really appreciates that (laughs) yeah it's been a lot of fun so I'll have to add you to our little recipe thing yeah Um, that'd be great we also have a discord for this show it's kind of slowly rolling out because I'll be honest I'm in my other friends discord like I'm in the um I'm in Quirks of Creation discord which has like an amazing recipe section and like all sorts of really cool people there and then um the conspiracy pills discord's also is it's like super awesome as well Marissa oh my gosh Marissa's here um (laughs) but I don't entirely know how to use discord so I'm not trying to invite like every single person in the world to it until I can figure out what I'm doing (laughs) oh absolutely I'm on I'm on discord because of our Spartan race uh small group that I (laughs) co-lead And they invited me when I first joined, I think three semesters ago. And I was like, what is Discord? And I don't know how to use this. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, definitely figuring it out. Marissa's in the chat with us. So that's so Yay. exciting. That is exciting. I actually wore this sweatshirt just for her. She gave Aww. me this sweatshirt. It's like, yeah, reawaken. Um, it's from the church that we started out going to. So I was like, Shout out to my girl. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are your earliest memories of religion? Um, that is a great question. So um, I grew up in the church, uh, born and raised. And so I'd say some of my earliest memories are being on stage in the Christmas plays um, mm-hmm. every year. And then VBS, definitely, uh, Vacation Bible School. Mm-hmm. Just being... <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but being like dragged, um, you know, I always wanted yeah. to like sleep in and, you know, going to school too. It's like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah. Sundays are for sleeping in. And my mom, uh, both my parents actually are on the worship team. We're on the worship oh, team. Nice. are on the worship team. Yeah. So uh, they had to get there extra early. And yeah. Of course, not really having a choice. Being an only child, I just would jump in the car. Pretty reluctantly, I will say. Yeah. I remember some pretty early Sunday mornings myself. And I'm also an only child. Mm. Yeah. No wonder. That's another reason why we get along so well, right? (laughs) We have so so much in common. We do. Now, that's really awesome. I've always wanted to... um, do VVS, especially because one of our friends in the chat here, Real Truth Cactus, um, my, one of my besties, Jess, she is a vacation Bible school teacher and she just makes everything so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so important. Like, I remember growing up, though, being being in the Christmas plays, maybe not so much. I used to get a little stage fright, but VBS was really fun and the teachers just made it so enjoyable for us and we'd you know sing the songs and move around Mm -hmm. and have arts and crafts and yeah just a lot of good memories I had something sort of like that when I was growing up um I call I used to jokingly refer to myself as a playgroup catholic because Mm -hmm. I didn't 
got old enough when while I was in that church to do any of like the actual sacraments or any of the actual like milestones I was just there for the geese boxes <laughs> oh I see I see what you did <laughs> yeah so I was like a little playgroup catholic um yeah but so that's really awesome that you've been a non-denominational Christian for your whole life. When do you think was the first time that you like truly felt like you accepted Jesus into your heart? Um, that's a great question, too, because um, I have had to reflect about this pretty recently just with my journey with the Lord. And I will say that I don't believe that I've fully started walking out my faith until and really comprehending it until attending the church that I go to now, which is fellowship uh, in Antioch. Mm -hmm. And I know Marissa mentioned a lot about fellowship on her podcast as well, because it's very um, influential in both of our faith journeys. And so it'll be four years on New Year's that I've been going and that I've been walking strong with Jesus. That's amazing. I'm so happy that you guys have that church. I wish I had one, like, I wish we were on, like, the same coast so I could, like, go to it because it sounds so amazing. Yeah, it's honestly, like, I've I've never been to a church like it. It's truly walking in. I just, I feel so much love, even though it's, like, a bigger church and I grew Mm -hmm. up in a very small church. I've never felt more connected, more loved, more seen, and I grew up in a church where everyone knew my name. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Now, um, please, so I know that you did some work with your church that Marissa and I are both very, very proud of you for doing. Yeah. Of course. Do you want to tell us about what that work was and like what it looked like and how the opportunity came about? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, you know, stop me if I go on tangents. I I do love sharing. It was a very impactful period in my life, very impactful time in my life. And um, it was two nine month periods. So from August, 2021 to May, 2022 was year one. And then we had a summer and then uh, did it again, August, 2022 to May, 2023. So it was pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll start with year one. Year one looked a lot different than year two. Mm-hmm. Um, year one was a lot more uh, intense. And I think that our director was still trying to find his way in the leadership. Mm-hmm. And um or I should say he's always been a leader. It's just that that program was new to him. So he was mm-hmm. trying to like, you By know, and we had, yeah. yeah. And we had grace for him and, and we were able to just really do life together. I was blessed uh, side note to even see him uh, date, court, get engaged, get married, and then by second year, get pregnant with his wife. And then they had the baby shortly after graduation. So really like getting to do life with him was so amazing. Um, Shout out to RB um, if he ever watches this, but um, Rashawn Bell. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really impactful. It was very, um, I will say it was intense, especially Mm -hmm. our first year. Uh, Our theme was kind of like roll with it. Uh, so if we would get kind of in that religious mindset of like, we have to do this because I will say Rachel 
year one compared to Rachel year two was very much a, a, dif- a difference. Um, there was a yeah. lot more freedom in year two, just in within the rules, but then also within my own mindset of like first year, I felt like if I didn't do something, I was going to let everybody down. They were going to yeah. kick me out of the program. You know, I, I tend to I tend to past tense catastrophize where Mm -hmm. if I didn't do something, I thought that that was it. That was the end of the road for me. And so I'm so guilty of that in the past. Yeah. 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 Feels so easy to do too. It it is. It's really easy. And it all starts in the, in the mind. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, forgive me. I tend to go on on tangents sometimes. We love tangents here. Yeah, my, my entire you. existence is a tangent. Right. I mean, like God's <laughs> just so good because you're like, oh, He took me through that. Oh, and then that, <laughs> and so yeah, it's all like related to each other. Yeah, um, I feel that. So yeah, it was just a lot of. I'll be honest, a lot of work, a lot of mm-hmm. hours. Um, I was meanwhile starting, you know, my career as a realtor, and so mm-hmm. I'm blessed that. Well, first I I was at the financial firm. I first started out at the financial firm where, Mar- you know, God yeah led us to Marissa end up getting. You know, our our lives are very woven uh, yeah. together, and so I started out at the financial firm, but then later transitioning into real estate, it gave me the flexibility of, and knowing I was about to leave the financial firm Mm -hmm. kind of gave me that uh, flexibility to kind of just be like, okay, I'm going to South Carolina to go serve at a mega church. Like Mm -hmm. I got to, you know, and I was always responsible. I always requested the time off and and whatnot. So, um, but it was a lot of time off from, from, uh, from work. Um, it was a lot of late hours, Mm -hmm. uh, probably not a lot of sleep. Yeah. What did the work, what did the work that you were doing look like? Yeah. So, um, we would serve at every event, every baptism, every, Mm -hmm. um, we had like, um, let me think just every, every event, every, um, baptism outreach um sometimes they we we just recently had a turkey outreach my first time ever doing it was my first year of internship and I showed up and they were like here's the map you're leading it (laughs) and I was like oh what so it was a lot of that like pushing Mm -hmm. growing and um try not to to take offense so it was like I would I would be signed up for a baptism and then the next thing they know they're like okay you're leading uh, you're leading this or, you know, you're going to be behind the rope, like handing people the towels or whatever. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want the, I I don't want to do this. Like I'll serve, but like, but really it was like, what am I signing up to serve for? You know? So it was a lot of, um, spiritual struggle warfare going on there with like, okay, I signed up to serve and be a leader, but like, really, what does this look like? Um, yeah, we had, we had three services at the time, waking up, being there at seven in the morning, doing our Devo halfway into internship, we were Mm -hmm. leading the Devos. Um, yeah, serving at serving two. they, they Mm -hmm. do really believe in pouring into us as well, serving two, sitting in one. And then Mm -hmm. by the end of second year internship, we were up to four services. So serving three, sitting in one. Um, yeah. So just very, a lot of time, um, if they had, at the movie series, which is decorating mm-hmm. the whole entire lobby or for Christmas, you know, you're expected to be there 
to help with that lobby setup. Okay. Um, yeah. You're on every team essentially as an intern. Okay. Yeah. And you need to be on call. If they're mm-hmm. short in the kids, you jump into kids. If they're short and usher, you jump into ushers. So yeah. Okay. That makes sense. No, mm-hmm. you said something about a turkey service. It, can, it, that's going to live in my mind rent free. So can you explain what that is to those of us that don't know? I love your little phrases. Yeah. No, because <laughs> like, I'm still getting to know you. So I love that. I love that. Um, so turkey, it, Turkey Outreach, we did that Mm -hmm. um, this past Saturday, Mm -hmm. and that is essentially, we go to church, um, we kind of get, I guess, a talk of like what we're doing, why Mm -hmm. we're doing this, and then we get released, we go out to the lobby, we -hmm. start building bags of the one stuffing, two gravies, you know, they have it all super organized, building bags. Yeah, fill the bags, fill the okay. fill the trucks, and then we go out and serve the community, um, low income communities. Mm-hmm. Ahead of time, they have passed out flyers letting them know mm-hmm. we're coming, and um, yeah, we just go out there loving on the community and serving all in Jesus' name. You know, God loves you. Yeah. No strings attached. Attached. Here's a fear free Thanksgiving meal, turkey and all this, all the sides and everything. So that's so much more beautiful than the like visual image I had of you, like (laughs) serving actual turkeys, like, okay, turkeys, it's time to learn about Jesus. Oh my gosh. I (laughs) I didn't actually think that's what it was, but that was the mental image that was conjured up for me there. (laughs) Wow. I'm glad we got some clarification on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a good one, Frida. Thank you. Now, how did Marissa, um, how did she have a hand in helping aid in your faith journey? And how did you have a hand in helping her come to Christ? Yeah. um, So Marissa and I met uh, at a very dark place in my life, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'll probably touch on. But I was not following the Lord, but I always had my faith. I, I, I always knew God existed. I always mm-hmm. knew the Holy Spirit was still inside me. And even when I did try to do wrong, he was still trying to tell me like, what are you doing, Rachel? Like, this isn't who you are. And so yeah. um, Marissa and I would go to fellowship off and on. Mm-hmm. And I think it was having her as that accountability Um you know, being my friend on, you know, in the big picture, but Mm -hmm. having someone to like actually do life with, which is what Mm -hmm. we talk about at fellowship. But like, I didn't really realize that like, you know, like she's, she's one of my best friends. So I'm like having her to walk beside with me and then kind of like reintroduce to, you know, actually living out my faith and walking Mm -hmm. with Jesus. I mean, I, I had a period where I strayed away from the faith. And so having a friend that like, wasn't, was, was doing the same things as me mm-hmm. is like trying to figure out what this like whole thing is. Yeah. Um, because to me it was, it used to be very much like chains versus like freedom. Mm-hmm. And so, and like having to, as opposed to that free relationship that we have. Yeah. And it, I can very it, much relate to that. Yeah. And I, I think that just we built habits together. I mean, we started going to the church. We made that promise 
to each other New Year's 2021 that we were going to actually like stop just half being in and out, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and we were going to commit. And then the pandemic hit, yeah. but if, if, yeah, and we thought it was going to be a couple months, like we didn't know what was going on. And if I didn't have Marissa, like we, we turned it into an event. Like mm-hmm. I would go over to her mom's house over in Concord, like mm-hmm. 10 minutes, you know, not 10 minutes, five minutes away mm-hmm. um, in my PJs. And like, we would make gluten-free dairy-free breakfast together and stream church online and just worship God with our arms, you know, hands in there, yeah. which was super uncomfortable for me at the mm-hmm. beginning. Cause like I was, I never did that. Like growing up, I was like, yeah, I somewhat got, I was like, <laughs> you know, cause the light, I mean, it's a, it shouldn't matter, but the lights are on and I just, I wasn't comfortable. It was cause yeah. I, I didn't have that relationship yet. So yeah, she was, she played a really big role. And I think, um, you know, I, I think that me, if I didn't have the background I did, then, Mm -hmm. you know, already having somewhat of like knowing what was going on. I think that I helped her because I had that desire and I was like, I was willing, she was willing. Um, and I will say like, it's just so beautiful that we're all the hands and feet of Jesus and we all, have our own story because like yeah. she didn't grow up in the church. I did, but it doesn't, it, it, we were both far, you know, it wasn't yeah. like my story, her story. It's not one of them's better than the other. It was Absolutely. just, yeah, let's do this together. We're both starting over. We're both finding our faith. Um, and I think honestly, like if I didn't have her and also just practically the fact that she lives so close too. I mean, yeah, easy. And that's, that just shows you what a godly, divine friendship that was because it was easy with her it was like yeah. relationships take work you know whatever do, the relationship sure. is yeah but also there should be some some sort of like easiness or like willingness on both ends and I think the fact that we were both loved each other was really what kind of drove us to yeah you know. She is such a loving person and I'm so she happy is. that you guys have each other it I makes my heart too. so happy yes amen Now, what advice can you give to those of us who have beloved friends or family that would like to lead to Christ as we head into Thanksgiving weekend? Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, Yeah, I I think about that myself, too. Um, I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves of, Mm -hmm. like, if someone's not at the dinner table accepting the Lord and praying the sinner's prayer that we've failed somehow. And I would just say that a take the pressure off yourself, put the focus back on Jesus and really Mm -hmm. focus on the connection with them as opposed to um, maybe like the correction and actually Mm -hmm. seeing like how they're not honoring God with their lives because broken people are going to act broken. And the church is a hospital and we're just an extension of the church. The church isn't just a building. We are the church. And so we just need to love them and add value to them. Um, And so really I would say just try to take a step back and like be slow to speak, you know, just choose Mm -hmm. love. Uh, Maybe like 
even though you want to be like, that's not theologically correct or like, but, you know, but, but, and it's like, but just take that step back and really slow down and focus on love. Yeah. That's so well said. I, I love that. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. So you live in California. What's it like being a Christian in California? (laughs) It's not easy. <laughs> it is not easy. Um, yeah, as as Marissa knows too, mm-hmm. since she's watching, um, I've tried to leave California many times and just because it, it is difficult being a Christian. Yeah. And you know, God's told me very clearly, no. Um, and I'm obedient. So for the time being, he has me here and it's, it's, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. It's that, um, I think a big thing for me was overcoming fear because, Mm -hmm. um, you're, we're taught and we're told like, you know, you need to be politically correct. And, you know, maybe if you like, don't offend people and maybe if you like say the name of Jesus, um, you're going to offend people. And I mean, I recently, um, started a part-time job just to help with, and in, in between commissions and mm-hmm. um that is a huge i would say another padding to my testimony mm-hmm. of god bringing me back and restoring my past because i used to work at trader joe's and now mm-hmm. i'm back at trader joe's um and i was in the world party mm-hmm. girl and now i'm you know Ray, yeah. like i'm rachel for for living for jesus and so um for him to bring me back i'm also seeing with the the spiritual struggle that people have especially yeah. in california just with their identity and i even heard a coworker today like oh this life really sucks and it's like don't get me wrong like there's challenges god god promised us like that was yeah. one thing he did promise like you will have struggles and trials and tribulations in this life but exactly. take heart so um i think you know also on a note of leaving california it just wherever you go there's going to be something and so i don't yeah. know who that's for but like if you're looking to like run because that's what i've tried to do um, I just want like, that's the solution. I'm just gonna, that's it. I'm just gonna get out of California. I'm just gonna get out of the Bay Area. Um, and that's not the solution, because yeah. that problem's still gonna be right there. Or Jonah, you know, <laughs> like, I'm gonna Absolutely. go the opposite, you know, and God, God's gonna be like, I, I don't want that. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to be me. So <laughs> well goes on. Nom, nom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It was similar. We kind of dealt with something similar this past year. Um, well, actually, times times are really weird. Social construct. What is time? <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this week Thanksgiving? But not too too long ago, um, we had our brother and my husband's brother and my sister-in-law, they moved down to Florida and we're like, Florida, it's red. Like we love DeSantis. Yes. Like that's awesome. Like let's move down there too. And then they moved down there and they got there and they were just like, this is not working for our family. So before we could like get everything that we needed together to go and move down to Florida, God was like, no, you're not doing that. And they ended up moving back up here. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like, it's not always what it's cracked up to be. And you think that that's going to be the solution or whatever is going on with politics. And, you know, we have an election coming up, but it's like, oh, what we need to know is that God's still on the throne and this doesn't catch him by surprise. And so I think once I started like really wrapping my mind around that of like, God's not sitting there scratching his head, like with COVID and, you know, the war and all of this stuff that's going on. It's like, this doesn't catch him by surprise. Exactly. So tangent. (laughs) It's all good. I love tangents. They're my favorite. (laughs) Right. That reminds me of an amazing sponsor that we actually have here on Finding the Faith, and that is Nimi. Nimi is one of my favorite skincare lines. Skincare is founded on faith, family, and freedom. It's paraben-free, and it's never tested on animals. All of these things matter so much to me, as does the fact that they source their ingredients from small American farms. Nimi Skincare loves America just as much as I do. And I know you'll love them too. That's why you should go to nimiskincare.com and use code BASEDBABE to save 10% off today. Now, speaking of feminine and fun things, when I traditionally think of a California-style bachelorette party, I mean, just hold that image in your mind for a second, guys. Seems much more Babylon than biblical. Mm. But Marissa told me that she, with you being her, you know, her, uh, one of her bridesmaids, that you guys got to enjoy some really special time in a very spirit filled and uh, what's that word? Edifying. There we go. Edifying. (laughs) Found the word. Um, Would you like to tell us about what that looked like? Yeah, sure. I will um, talk about our the bachelorette party, and I was able to plan it with her maid of honor, and we we um, had kind of like an idea of what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, we wanted to make somewhat of a surprise for Marissa, but also we did have like kind of a jumping off point, which was really yeah. nice, and so. Um, we had like, I don't know, I'd say five things we wanted to do. And then mm-hmm. we ended up doing, um, I would say probably like three of the main things were mm-hmm. um, going to Prayer Mountain. Mm-hmm. So we did that Saturday uh, morning. And then we got food afterwards and then um, we went to the beach. So I guess, yeah, Prayer Mountain Beach. And then we came back, went to dinner. And then in the morning, we went to her church. Um, but going back to Prayer Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, I think that that was so just amazing to be able to do. Because, yeah, yeah when you think of a bachelorette party, you don't think spiritual. And exactly. so the fact that we were able to, like, bring God in and just pray before we did activities, pray a lot, like while we were in prayer, prayer mountain, we all prayed for Marissa. Um, you could just, that place, um, it's, it's a very, very beautiful place in California. And um, I would recommend it. Uh, they call it fasting in prayer mountain and it's right outside of uh, Santa Cruz. And so 
we went there and were just able to totally feel the Holy Spirit. And then um, we we spent quite a bit of time there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, just praying and um, having a little bit of girl talk too, but just taking in nature and um, yeah, kind of just taking our time through there. We went back to, to Santa Cruz area. We had some uh, I think it was like acai bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, Yum. Love went, yes. Love acai bowls. Gluten and dairy so free, good. of course. Naturally. <laughs> and then we, what did we do after that? We went to Capitola. We went to the mm-hmm. beach. Um, Marissa is an ocean girl. So we did, we did that. And um, I mean, I was, I was praying like, you know, I, I, I just have constant communication with him. So mm-hmm. we didn't really do like a court, like, you know, all of us together. Yeah. But I think the girls really enjoyed that. And then we made our way back to the Bay, uh, got ready all mm-hmm. at Marissa's house. And then, um, and I will say uh, it, it, it was, it's part of my testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, no alcohol involved um, with that. And so, cause like you kind of think too, um, that, you know, people are getting drunk. like yeah. da, da, da. And um, yeah, we didn't bring alcohol into it. And then. Um, so it wasn't like a hangover part one where the Bible is just like chilling in the background. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm teasing. N- no. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that seems absolutely amazing. I know Marissa was so touched by that and it was really special for her. And it was so amazing for me to get to hear about it, too. And on the wedding website, you looked absolutely stunning. I love that like sequin dress you have. So, so pretty. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Um, So one of the other questions I had for you was, do you have a story of a hard time where Jesus carried you through that you'd feel comfortable sharing with us? Um, Yes, I have two. So I'm just debating on like which one to share. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you can share both if you'd like. Okay. Um, no pressure I'll, or anything though. I'll make it brief. Um, I would say the hard time was, um, when I, when I filed for divorce. So when I met Marissa, I was still legally married. I hadn't mm-hmm. gotten that paper in the mail yet. And so that was like the heart of me abusing alcohol as well. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was dating my husband, because I left him, uh, we were married for two months and 10 days legally, because they count in California, they count Mm -hmm. the day of me leaving as like separation. Okay. And so, yeah. So uh, this was in 2017 Mm -hmm. and I was married to him. Yeah. For two months and 10 days. And then I wouldn't, I refused to see him for a month because Mm -hmm. of out of uh, my safety. Yeah. It was an abusive situation. And, and then I would say from that dating from end Mm -hmm. of October to, um, January, uh, beginning of January. Mm -hmm. Um, it was being in that psychologist's office Mm -hmm. because I was, um, I made divorce my last option as opposed to my first option. Cause I wasn't just, I wasn't just dating. I was was married to this person. And so I wanted to make sure that, um, he actually truly was 
the things that the whole, you know, that mm -hmm. I had been realizing that he was a narcissist, he was mm -hmm. manipulative, he was controlling, he was abusive in yeah. every way possible. And so, and then you kind of go through that period of like, am I making this up in my head? Yeah. And then you kind the of go back and is forth. very, very real. It's very real. And it really yeah. messes with your head too. Yeah. Um, and so just having that like time uh, with the Lord and, and I will say that I think it was the week that I was in the psycho the Christian psychologist's office mm -hmm. because he was a um he was a believer. He he manipulated me by hearing he heard voices and said it was God. And so um adding even yeah. more layers of roughness to an already difficult situation. Yeah. So yeah. he only he would only refute he would only talk to Christians. So we saw Christian psychologists mm -hmm. and I was in her office and I was really just praying like, God, are you leading me towards divorce? Because at the time the the church that I grew up at, the church mm -hmm. that I was attending, uh, the pastor told me you should separate as opposed to file for divorce. And meanwhile, my mom's like, go straight to divorce. You know, you already mm -hmm. know that he's this way. And so I'm having these two conflicting sides, people that have known yeah. me my whole life. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what does God have to say? Like, Absolutely. I was so confused. And I'm like, I know they both love me. And I don't want to be like condemned to hell, you know, yeah. and I think that that was all building blocks for what was mm -hmm. later going to happen in, you know, Marissa and I coming to the faith and yeah. me actually truly having that relationship with Jesus, because that was when I had to shut silence all the noise yeah. and just say, what are you telling me? Like, like I was even afraid. I was like, from what I know about you, mm -hmm. like, are, am I even going to be allowed to get married again? Like, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. God of the Old Testament and thinking mm -hmm. like that and still kind of viewing God as like, you know, he's going to be mad at me or like strike me down somehow. And so I was like, yeah. God, but I know you love me. Like I, I'm not trying to, um, you know, dishonor you at all. Yeah. And so Absolutely. him releasing me and just telling mm -hmm. me that he's going to love me no matter what. And he gave me a Psalm. Um, I, I have it in my journal. I think it was, I think it was Psalm 90. Um, but it was just about how like the Lord will, um, you know, kind of like he's our shield. He's our mm -hmm. protector. People that are going to um, try to mean harm on us. Like he's going to, he's going to be that, that rock for us. And so I just had so much peace in that moment in the psychologist's office and was just like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm going to file now. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that kind of that whole journey mm -hmm. of dating, because I did, like I said, from end of October to mm -hmm. January, when I finally got the green light from the Lord, I dated mm -hmm. him. And so I'd say that whole time I really had to seek his face and I was yeah. on my knees crying out to him because I was like, this isn't a light decision. This is a big decision. Absolutely. But at least, you know, with a lot and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm myself a new believer, but 
isn't there a lot in the New Testament too that talks about if your spouse is like doing these certain things, then they've broken the vow of the covenant and therefore it's not on you, it's on them that has, you know, kind of done all of the stuff and committed that sin that frees you from this like holy sacrament? Yeah, um, I don't really know exactly what the the verses but I will say it was more of like the what kind of set me free was Mm -hmm. like the old law Mm -hmm. versus like the new you know Jesus break tearing the veil and and therefore you having more freedom in him and also too like in regards to filing for divorce he doesn't want any of us to be abused absolutely so um it it was hard because I was I didn't want to like judge him and I always like prayed for him and I was like mm-hmm. Lord like you know he clearly knows about you so I'm like I I yeah. don't yeah so <laughs> yeah well we are so glad that you were safe and that you were out of that you know very difficult situation thank you of course praise God With Jesus <laughs> oh now when it comes to um was there anything else that you feel I'd to talk about tonight? Um, well, I guess the second part to that, when you said uh, Jesus taking me through a difficult season would just be um, like I mentioned before, like kind of like padding to my testimony. Mm-hmm. Jesus is always doing that. And um, I also call it like showing off when he just like, takes our expectations or our situation and just completely blows our mind. Uh, I was actually in a very serious car accident. Uh, It'll be two years in March, the day before my 30th birthday. And he literally, quite literally saved my life. And um, that was really difficult for me because I enjoy working out. Mm -hmm. I'm a very active person and I... I, I mean, before the car accident, I, I, I will say, I, I think I did hold that as an idol a little bit, mm-hmm. but he not being able to do a sit up for eight months was very yeah. trying. And I mean, on one aspect, it's like, it, it only took me eight months, but like when you're in it, you're like, yeah, time oh. is so differently <laughs> yeah. when you're like, especially when it comes to like healing from a car accident because I had one um, in 2019, I actually was pit maneuvered and run off the road. And like, I had to, I like somehow blacked out, but was also staring away from a bunch of like trees on like the highway, <laughs> like in one of those like, you know, highway like forest things. Um, wow. Yeah. And I remember them making like forcing me to do brain rest. And my husband was like, you have to do the brain rest. And I'm like, but my brain doesn't want to rest. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like the Holy Spirit just took control of your car. And yeah, especially if you don't remember it, like, yeah, I, it was like a whirl of like black and green and craziness. Wow. Yeah. Well, praise God you're okay. Yes. And praise God that you're okay as well. Absolutely. Of course. So I, I got where you're coming from on that one. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. This has been such an amazing, edifying time. 
Thank you all for hanging out with us. We are going to say a prayer and then we're going to hang out a little bit in Rumble because there are some memes that we have, which I am so excited about. So we will enjoy some memes after Rachel um, says a prayer for us. Would you like to do that, Rachel? Awesome. Yes, I would love to. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for being on this call, God. Thank you for um, just allowing me to share and for, um, you know, letting me meet Frida and just the opportunity to be on this podcast, God. I pray that um, the words that were spoken, Jesus, that they would touch someone's heart, God, they, that they would have a holy curiosity to know uh, this Jesus that we're talking about if they don't already know you and if they do Jesus and they've um, strayed or they have questions or um, they're just afraid or whatever that is God I pray that they would um, be able to just be encouraged by this God that they would um, reach out to a friend even um, Frida or <laughs> um, myself I don't know we can maybe we can drop that in the chat but um, yeah just that they wouldn't be afraid God that they wouldn't um, go on doing life alone Jesus that you would um, show up and show out in their lives God I pray um, just blessings for the people that are watching God and I pray that you all, um, that we all have a very safe and just loving Thanksgiving. God, um, bless our time with our friends and our family, Jesus. And it's in your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was a beautiful prayer. Thank you so much Thank for that, you. Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, kindly do me a favor and leave me a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. My podcast is available wherever you can listen, and it's also available live on Rumble on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern. I hope you can join us in whatever format works best for you. Please tell somebody that you care about about this episode so that I can spread my work and encourage more people. And remember, stay based and stay blessed.